welcome to the Find That Thing podcast, where we find that thing that lights your soul on fire, that thing that you were made for in this world and that just drives you from the inside out and brings you to life. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a purpose coach, mama, nature loving, stubbornly optimistic, dorky child at heart. Here you can expect juicy mindset bites, stories, silliness and seriousness and everything in between. One thing I do promise is to make you smile. I'm here to give you permission to own your true purpose, to do what you truly want to do in this world and be the person that you were before the world told you who you should be. Because it's never been so easy than right now to do what makes your soul shine. So let's soak up some of that awesomeness that this world has to offer and help you find that thing that sets your soul on fire and bring it to life. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here sharing another episode with you and giving you a little life update as to what Emma Campbell, who talks about herself in third person, is up to at the moment. And if you've been following me on Instagram or following any of my stories, you will know that my beautiful hubby has just started paternity leave. So he's going to be on paternity leave for three and a half months. So taking over as a primary caregiver, (laughs) which is leaving me a little more free, a little more spacious to be able to dive into a little bit more of my my passion and purpose work and being able to show up for you guys a little bit more, provide more value, get my hands down and dirty into all the stuff that I just absolutely love. And if you have been following my journey, you may have seen a post that I shared today on Instagram which was inspired partially, of course, by myself and also a few clients that I have been speaking to and calls that I've had, hearing a bit of a running theme. And no doubt if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably similar to these guys. And it's this theme of balancing being a driven, excited, passionate, you know, doer, And balancing that doing and that achieving with being a mama, which (laughs) often means having to let go of getting anything done in the name of keeping yourself sane (laughs) at home with kids and playing and being present and realizing that when you're doing a puzzle that it's not about getting the puzzle done for the kids is it you know being a kid is about playing and it's playing for the heck of playing it's not playing for the heck of getting a puzzle done which has taken me a long time to process that for oscar just as we're about to put that final piece of the puzzle 
in into the right piece, he'll knock all the puzzle around and then start laughing and, and turn around in a circle three times and jump up and down and then throw a ball in the air. And <laughs> I have just had to slowly let go of my need to get the puzzle done and to recognize that that's not what it's about when you're with kids. Kids is about play. Kids is about being. Kids is about meeting them where they're at and literally just enjoying the moment with them, which can sometimes contrast with the other side of me, which is a very driven, ambitious achiever and doer who loves to just get shit done, who loves to tick things off, who loves to, you know, provide value and show up for my clients and, you know, just be able to feel like I'm actually getting things done. And I, I really struggled with what felt like me, felt like within me a bit of a, a tug of war of these two different sides of me. And if you, if you saw this post, you'll see that it's something that I've now come to peace with and recognize that that is a part of me and that it's, it's not about trying to be one of the other cool, calm and collected mums who you know, I would look at these other mums and think like, wow, how are they able to, you know, just be so calm and peaceful and just, you know, love being with their kids all the time. <laughs> and I'd just be in awe of these amazing mums. And then I recognized that I'm just, that's not in my, it's not in my DNA. And that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with me. It means that for me to be at my best, it means really balancing and loving and owning these two different sides of me and giving that driven side permission to, to be and to do and, and you know to dive into business. And what I've found is that when, when I wasn't able to let both these sides of my personality really run free and run and let loose, when I was only giving love to the really playful, like in, in the playful side of me, that I, I just didn't feel like 100% myself. I would feel restless. I'd feel directionless. I'd feel just a little bit lost. And often I would feel some anxiety creeping up on me or even some overthinking. And that I, I noticed that all it took was to come come back to balancing those two beautiful sides to me which for me is you know having a beautiful passion and purpose outlet in my business to be able to create to be able to achieve to be able to do and that when I do do that that I'm then at my best I am energetic I am feeling positive and just full of bloody beans, so many beans, ready to share, you know, and, and be able to give that positive energy then back to my family. And so the reason I'm sharing this is <clears throat> if you hear that and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's what's been going on for me. And yes, I am at my best when I'm able to, bo to both do and be then I hope that this serves as permission for you to, to give yourself permission to do both and to find, to find what that 
what that passionate, creative outlet can be for you and to take some steps towards it. Because if there's one thing that I have found to be true, it is that when you do this, you are at your best because you can't just deny parts of yourself that are just part of you. So that's a little tangent to give you a little bit of an update as to where I've been and where I'm at. And today I, oh gosh, I'm really excited and almost a little bit nervous to share this, this podcast episode with you. And it's one that I have spoken to my my mastermind community about and also my coach and um, a few other people that I'm close to. And it's about a really incredible achievement that I've achieved in my business and how I felt a lot of resistance in sharing that achievement with other people and some stories and stuff that came up about it. So I'm going to share both of those with you right now. First of all, I will, I will uh, share the epic achievement and um, without further ado, I am celebrating the fact that I have just reached my first 10K month, which is epic, particularly for me, given I've only been working in my business on average probably about 12 hours a week. So it's the least that I've ever worked in my business. I've only been working in my business for two years actively and I've now got two babies. <laughs> so in the space of time since I first started my business, like when Oscar was born, I, I've never worked more than 15 hours a week in my business ever. I haven't had the time I've had lots of other things going on but bit by bit I've just been moving that needle point forward and without realizing uh, I mean I, I've definitely been doing a lot of money mindset work but without realizing I, I went back and I had a look at what my financial results were for last month and I was very pleasantly surprised and really over the moon so first of all so that was that's a little update that I wanted to provide to you guys and the reason why I'm sharing that with you is I found it first of all really interesting about how it was a really really great achievement but how I was struggling with a bit of resistance about sharing that with others like it's this really really great thing but then I had some stories come up about how it's it's bad to brag or it's bad to share and Oh, you shouldn't be talking about money and it's great it's greedy to talk about money and if you share share these money achievements then people will think that you're a money hungry person and they won't think that you're a you're a purpose-driven person and that you're here to give and achieve and all of the things and I found that really interesting and so I wanted to talk to you about a bit of those stories and, and what went on there and how I've moved through those and the second reason, the primary reason as to why I'm showing up and moving through this, this fear and resistance is I want to share this achievement with you to show you that it's also possible for you. 
And I now know this to be true because I have lived and breathed and walked and talked the last two years, two years I've been spending on my, my passion and my purpose work, taking little steps and sometimes very big steps forward, doing the mindset work, taking the action, setting the goals and the vision, and that in basically less than two years, working less than 15 hours a week over those times, having two babies during that period, I've got to a 10K month. And that's pretty bloody epic. And there's absolutely nothing, nothing special that I did in that process. Like there's nothing different, special or unique about me. And the reason I'm sharing that is because, because there's nothing special about me. I mean, there's nothing special about any of us, right? I know that you can do it too. And I want this podcast episode to serve as an example of what's possible for you. Because there were all, like all of the things could have possibly gone wrong. You know, there was a lot of challenges in our life over the last couple of years. I'm sure you would have heard um, moving house and building a house and babies and um, you would have been through COVID and all the things. Like I, there's, there's, there were so many different excuses that I possibly could have used to not keep moving forward and it was still able to be possible. And the, the reason that I'm sharing this is I want to I prove as an example for you to know that you can truly make the amount of money that you want to doing your purpose and your passion work. That it doesn't have to be about waiting for a, a certain time in your life to then be able to do what you truly, truly, truly want to do. And one of the stories that I hear a lot is, oh, I'll do my passion work when I've made enough money. Or I'll do, I'll do what I truly, really want to do, like my real passion project, when I've done X when X is done. And I want this to be an example that you don't have to wait and that it doesn't, it doesn't take as long as what you think that it might. And even while I'm sharing this, I, I'm already experiencing some of those old stories coming up for myself. Those stories about it's not nice to talk about money. It's, it'll make you sound greedy. It'll make you sound money hungry and that we shouldn't talk about, about money. And I find this really, really interesting. And if I know, if I know you well enough, and I probably do because <laughs> I was probably where you're at um, not, not so long ago, I remember hearing other people share stories about the money wins that they had had. And I hate to admit this, but I would be judging them. I would be judging them saying, oh, 
can't believe they're sharing sharing these stories about money. Like, why don't they talk about the impact that they've had on their clients? And what I have come to now recognize is that it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be either purpose or profit. It doesn't have to be impact or income. It can be both. You can do your purpose work and you can make an incredible profit margin. And that actually when you do, when you do make an incredible profit margin, it frees you up, it frees your space up, it frees your time up, it allows allows you more resources to then further your impact even more in order to allow you to do your purpose work even more. And that it's so funny in our society, based on, I think, like childhood stories, uh, like the things that we would hear on TV and in the newspapers and, and in the media about money. And like, I'm even thinking about, because I think I read this book with Oscar the other day, um, like Goofy and um, Scrooge. Was it Scrooge who was the guy who would always be hoarding all the money and um, was just like a bad character? And if you think about like any of the movies that you watched as a kid, you'd always think about the person that's making money in those movies was typically an evil person, right? And then the people who were the good people, the nice people, they were the always, always the people who were kind of like doing it a bit tough, but they were really, really nice, nice people. They had like good values and morals, but it's not often that you would see an example of both. So someone who was a really good person who also had money and who was doing incredible things with that money. And that's the thing is like when you think about the people in the world who are actually making the biggest impact. Like I I heard some stories about Beyonce and a few other celebrities the other day and how, oh gosh, like the amount of money that they're raking in is just absolutely incredible. But they, they are able to write a check for the charity that they love in literally like the eight, nine figure mark without the blink of an eye and the amount of impact and the power that money has to change the world and to transform lives of those who are disadvantaged is absolutely incredible. So I believe it's, it's more about putting money in the hands of those who are able to do good things in the world. And, and for that to happen, it does require a mindset shift, right? Requires a mindset shift that it's not, it's not bad to want money and that just because you might want money or or celebrate having some money, it doesn't make you a, a bad person, that it's okay to have both. You can give and you can serve and you can live your purpose and your passion and be rewarded beautifully for doing so. And that's why I'm sharing this podcast episode. It feels deeply uncomfortable for me to do this because it kind of goes against the grain of, I guess, what I 
grew up with or the stories that I grew up with and the, the belief that one should never talk about money or or show any form of like greed or any of that, all, all those sorts of ideas. And that's what I hope for this podcast to be able to provide. And I was actually chatting to my, my coach and my mastermind group about how incredible it is these days that you can literally do what you love and make money with the internet as your middleman in that process. And that if you've got a passion and you've got a love for how you love to live life and how you love to live in the world, that you can seriously, and I'm not exaggerating in any way or form, you can literally make money off anything, off a combination of all of your passions. All you need is a passion, some drive, the right self-belief that it is possible for you and a willingness to take the action, to take the action bit by bit by bit. One of the models that I use a lot in my coaching is what I call the triple M model. And that stands for motivation, mindset, and mechanics. So in order to do anything in life, you need the right motivation. So you need the right why, the right purpose, the right passion. You need the right mindset. So you need to actually believe that whatever you're pursuing is possible. And I hope that this podcast proves as belief, as as that belief that it is possible. And the mechanics is you need to actually show up and do the work. You need to actually see how it works and be willing to take those little steps. And as we were talking about how crazy it is and amazing it is that you can literally do the things that you love and make money from them and make an incredible impact in the world at the same time, A few of my mastermind friends were sharing some examples of business ideas that they've heard of, which does just this. And over the weekend, I actually went to a beautiful um, cabaret performance uh, with one of my one of my mastermind friends and coach friends and just friends in general now. And um, her her name is Amelia Ryan, and she was doing a performance with her her theatre partner, uh, whose name is Libby O'Donovan. And we went out for some drinks and dinner afterwards and Libby was sharing her story about how she has created a business with her partner, which is, <laughs> this is this is my interpretation of it, but essentially it's, it's cabaret and caravans. <laughs> She makes, you know, an incredible, flourishing, thriving business of this. So she's a cabaret performer and her and her partner love traveling around in their camper van or in their caravan. And so they started a business which is like bus tours where they travel around to a whole heap of different campsites and they perform cabaret performances. And these 
these things have been sold out for like for years apparently it's it's all over on the east coast but as soon as they come over to perth i said i really want to take part but like how how incredible an example is that that you can combine what sometimes sounds like the craziest two passion ideas and turn them into something super meaningful for both yourself and for your audience, right? Like the the souls and spirits that they would be lifting in those in those caravan sites, the impact that they'll be making on some of those oldies and youngies would just be so amazing. And they're getting to travel the world doing what they love, experiencing more of the world, enjoying more of life, rather than perhaps, you know, being forced into a job a nine to five or whatever that really isn't lining up their souls, which is not really benefiting anyone in the world, right? And so out of this conversation sparked an idea in me and it made me think about how many examples there are of businesses like this, where it just started with a funny, weird little business or passion idea and how it turned into a really successful, flourishing, thriving, profitable business. And the first one that always comes to my mind as an example for this is Airbnb, right? I think I've shared this on the podcast before. If you think about (laughs) the two founders of Airbnb who, look, they apparently they did, they had to launch seven times. So they had six failed launches before they finally got it right. But apparently the first time that they launched um, or oh no, so can you think about what it would have been like or can you imagine what that little pitch room would have looked like when these two founders of Airbnb walked in and said, okay, okay, hear me out. I've got an idea here. It's going to be a business where you literally go to someone else's house in another country, in another place in the world and you sleep on their couch. You sleep on their couch and you and you and they the the house actually gets paid for you sleeping on their couch. Like that's the idea. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? Like, <laughs> like you can only imagine that the look on the, you know these investors' faces when they heard this. Like it sounds so strange, right? And now it's like one of the most successful travel experience and adventure companies in the world, like making multi, multi billions of dollars. Um, And that like, that's just an example of a really, really big one. But even just in my local network, when I started chatting to my mastermind audience, I, um, I got to hear of a few other examples. And some of those involve uh, one of my coach friends, uh, actually started a business. She really liked surfing. She really liked yoga and she really liked coaching. And so she started surf and soul retreats down in Margaret River. And there was another example of another lady called Becky Bretnell, who basically asked herself the question, what do I love doing? And when she journaled this out, she wrote the answers of, I love surfing, I love yoga, I love camping and I love road trips. I love eating meals with friends and playing and listening to live music. And so she's now started a whole surf camp, which is completely focused on that, which I think just sounds absolutely ripper and I can't wait to go on one. 
And now this is her business and she makes incredible money from that. And oh my gosh, there's just a million different examples. Like there's another, there's another business that really liked backpacking and really liked house sitting. So they've started their own business doing that. And one of the other coaches that I work with went through a went through some some personal transformations and journeys as herself as a mother and having three different kids and um, not having a menstrual cycle for a long time because of breastfeeding, which then um, led to her researching a whole heap into like the moon cycles, nature cycles, periods, menstrual um, cycles, and all of those sorts of cycles. And so now she's started a flourishing and thriving business as a menstrual and moon coach, helping people through the same stuff. And isn't that just amazing? And she gets to work from home, looking after her three kids and having a beautiful, flexible like work-life balance. And I think there was another business idea that was shared that of someone during COVID started uh, mowing their their neighbors backyards to make some money and they like absolutely um, just got so much work out of it that they've now got their own team um, they've started like a full business out of it like doing doing what they love I guess, I guess their passion is mowing lawns <laughs> but these are just like a few of the little handfuls and every time or the more that I guess I dive into this arena of coaching and online business I recognize just how many of these businesses are out there like apparently there's a there's a bloody business which is goggles for dogs called doggles <laughs> like and apparently they're like a million dollar company people buying goggles for their dogs like you can literally start a business out of anything and I think it makes a lot of like it makes a really big impact to be able to hear it straight from the source. So you can hear about these stories like, you know, through me. But also you know me. You you've seen my journey. You've seen when I started. You know what I do, you know who I am. There's nothing special about me and there's nothing special about these people. And I know when I used to hear these stories of other people who were doing what they loved and making money, I, I would even have some little stories pop up in my head and, and they would usually sound like, yeah, but that person, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, it would be something like, yeah, but that person uh, had lots of help or that person is just um, super, super smart. Um, so I'd never be able to do that you know, insert, insert whatever story comes up for you. Maybe when you hear me sharing this, what pops up for you? Do you, do you have a little story that pops up that says, yeah, but, but M's just dot, dot, dot. Like, I don't even know what those stories would be that would pop up for you. But I would invite you to think about what's, what's the story that pops up for you that makes you think that it's somehow not possible for you because guess what that that right there whatever story popped up for you that said yeah that's all well and good for you em but that's not possible for me because dot 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 i don't have the time dot 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 i don't have the qualifications dot 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 
I don't have the money, dot, dot, dot. I don't have the knowledge, dot, dot, dot. Whatever the things are, whatever that story that pops up for you, that is your limiting belief. And the cool thing about a limiting belief is a belief is not a fact. A belief is just a belief. And a belief is just something that you've thought so many times that you see it to be true. But just because you've thought that thought so many times and you see it to be true does not mean that it actually is a fact of life. And the cool thing about limiting beliefs is that you can clear them. You can clear them by talking to a coach or just by getting really honest and real with yourself about what's actually going on there. So I really hope this podcast helped. I I had an idea that I really want to bring some of these examples of these weird and wonderful and quirky and amazing passion turned business ideas onto the podcast so bring a few of these examples on like i haven't actually spoken to betty to becky bretnell yet but i was going to ask her as well as a few of my other coach friends like charlotte and maybe even libby o'donovan and um, collect a whole heap of these incredible examples of people who have turned their passions into flourishing businesses so if you know of any crazy and amazing ideas like this oh my gosh please send them my way and I would love to interview them to show you some examples of how it's totally possible to do what you love and make money using the internet as your middleman or sometimes not even the internet as your middleman, just using technology as your, as your mode and your platform to make it all possible. And if this has inspired something within you and you're, you're thinking, Oh yeah, what could I do? Like, what is my passion? What if I could create my own business of my dreams? Like if success was if success was guaranteed in whatever that passion was to and turning that into a business, what would I do? I've got something for you. I'm I'm going to run a free 3-day challenge, which is going to be a little purpose party. So you're officially invited to my purpose party and it's going to be three days full of finding your true passion, locking on to your vision and clarifying your life vision and unlocking what your unique zone of genius is. That thing that is often quite unconscious, uh, but essentially it's your absolute power genius spot. So it's essentially about designing your dream life it's about finding your true passion, unlocking what you're really good at and starting to get a map for what you could potentially turn into a business one day. And so to be able to stay in the loop for that one, I haven't created too much around it just yet, but I will be running it in a month or so. So stay tuned for it. There is a link in the show notes below that allows you to sign up to the waitlist for that so you can stay in the loop if you do want access to that free three-day challenge of my purpose putty, which is going to be lots and lots of fun. 
if there's one thing that I, I will always be found at is the, any opportunity to have a bit of a party and a wine. So there's going to be lots of opportunities for during this three day. It's going to be an online party, just by the way. But during this online party, you can bring along a wine. You can bring along your favorite beverage. And we're just going to have lots and lots of fun as we unpack your passion your potential, your vision, your dream life. It's going to be absolutely epic. I can't wait to see you there. And one final thing is next month, because hubby has started paternity leave, he has allowed me the, a little bit more space to be able to serve one more client. So I'm going to open up one more business coaching space for next month. So that's for the month of July, depending on when you hear this. Uh, so if you're interested in learning a little bit about what it's like to work with me in terms of business coaching and, and really expanding your business and taking it to the next level, this is a perfect container for anyone who's really keen to get to 5K months and to make an incredible impact. So really expand your impact and your income. I would love to hear from you. I'm offering a free 30 minute business strategy session where you can get really clear on your financial goals and we'll create like a little financial runway for you so that you can connect all the dots on how that then flows into your business. I would love to hear from you if you are thinking about expanding your impact and your income and uh, really look forward to connecting with you all sending so much love oh and in all the excitement i completely missed telling you about how i got there how I managed to get from $0 to $10,000 months. So I'm going to record a second podcast coming out next week, which is all about the how, where I share my top eight strategies for how I got from $0 to 10K months with two little babies in tow, working pretty minimal hours, 12 to 15 hours a week while doing my absolute purpose work and I can't wait to share that one with you. Lots of love.